0: Hello there and welcome back to the One to Be Jedi podcast. I'm your host Matt and I'm Josh. And
1: today we are talking about Darth Nihilus, the World Eater. Yes, the World Eater. But before that, we're going to do one of our special games that we like to do. We,
0: have, we haven't done in a while, but we're going to do it today. And Matt, what is that game? Star Wars Lines and I am still beating you. I'm up by one. I think it, I think it was 2 to 1, 2 to 1 I think was the the score yeah because um, i think we've only done it once this season um it, we've had some pretty good episodes pretty good discussions we didn't really feel the need to uh add it as a segment for some of these but it's back again today so josh why don't you start us out out with your easy easier one?
1: Oh, uh, okay i'm gonna blank out because his name is actually said in the line so i'm gonna blank it out just by just by blank it's interesting a... interesting Blank to Inquisitor, the Rodian
0: Sibo is confirmed aboard the Rebel vessel. Okay, can you repeat that one more time? Because the blank part really threw me <laughs> off, and I was really distracted by that. One more time. One more time. <laughs> blank
1: to Inquisitor, the Rodian Sibo is confirmed aboard the Rebel vessel.
0: Is that is it? Agent Callus. It is Agent Callus. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, who's talking to the Inquisitors? There was only a select few that were talking to the Inquisitors, so I I had to take a stab on that. I did not really know that. That was more of a guess. It could have been Thrawn. It could have been. But the Inquisitors, I know with the timeline of when Sibo appeared, was before Thrawn. That's why I'm testing your rebel knowledge. Elementary, my dear Watson. Elementary, my dear Watson. Process of elimination. That's true. All right, you ready for mine yeah let's do it oh oh this is gonna be a really tough one dude really tough you ready okay execute order 66 <laughs> who said that
1: that is my my main man palps protein i i, I don't know if you can get it
0: oh man, yeah it's pal protein, pal protein? Yeah, you nailed
1: it it's funny because pal protein we, oh yeah my girlfriend and I photoshopped a little uh, pal protein yesterday, and Matt got to see it. Right yes, now. I saw it yesterday. <laughs> and yes, you quoted you
0: Execute Order sixty six. Not even a minute before starting this podcast, I was like, well, <laughs> "Yes, <Yeah. laughs> I guess my line's already discovered." So you got you got the first one right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the next one for me is
1: shields holding, but I need that transport taken out.
0: Same episode told holding, but I need that transport taken out. Yes. That feels like Hera. That feels like Hera. It is Hera. I was about to say, it is Hera. Josh, you gotta stop saying same episode. <laughs> You're making it easier for me to remember. I feel bad, because I, I do tricky ones. Josh, Elsa, you need to stop laughing. So So, listener out there, we've been trying to record this episode for probably a good 30, maybe 45 minutes, but Josh was stuck with the hiccups from drinking Cranberry Sprite too quickly. <laughs> Now I've lived with him for, <laughs> I've lived near him or with him for four years and I never heard him hiccup before. And he has these, uh, as I'm sure you guys have heard, if not go to the Aura Sing episode and you'll hear him laughing a lot. I laugh every He episode. has these laughing fits. <laughs> yes, you laugh a lot, which is uh, contagious. I love it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love your laugh, but I've never heard me hiccup. You get the hiccups. And you get it from Sprite, and not from dying laughing like I've I've seen. It blows my mind. Yeah, blows my mind.
1: Yes, I am. I'm a unique individual, <laughs> to
0: say <laughs> the least. That you are. And Matt says never change. <laughs> <laughs> never change, Josh. Never change. I genuinely mean that. Are you ready for my harder quote? Yes, let's do this. You may think I am evil. I am not. I am efficient. Ooh. That's tough. I might I might go down. I'm doing like the evil man fingers like coming together and like going apart, you know, like the yes, you you've fallen into my trap. It's hard. Take it take a shot in the dark. Think think evil. I, I will help you out. Think evil, think clone wars.
1: Clone wars, okay. You may think I'm evil.
0: I will tell you that the the quote is from Clone Wars.
1: Okay. It's from Clone Wars. <sighs>
0: Okay, say it one more time real quick. Real quick. Okay, okay. You may think I am evil. I am not. I am efficient.
1: I don't know. I'm getting like Darth Bane vibes. And I know that's wrong. And I know that's wrong. Because, I mean, Mark Hamill does the voice of Darth Bane. That's another story. We'll we'll have to do a Darth Bane episode, but. So you, you, yes, you just know.
0: (sighs) Yes. Is it Darth Bane? It is not Darth Bane. Oh, who is it? It is Maul. Oh, yep. Okay. Okay. You were close. You had the you had the dark. I I had a dark theme for today simply because we are talking about Darth Nihilus. Yes. So I had to go to the dark side, and I think Maul might be one of the darkest characters. When does he say that? It's in season four, and if I have this right, it's when he is going to take over death watch it's uh it's like during that time when he wants to take over mandalore it could have been count dooku too like thinking about it but
1: i don't know i had a bane i had bane vibes just because we're doing some old republicy
0: kind of sith lord today so i thought i thought about going to the old republic for some quotes here but i kind of figured since you don't necessarily have as much knowledge mm-hmm. on the Old Republic, I thought that might not be fair to you. You might not be able to answer it. That that is fair. I appreciate that. Okay, so I
1: am down. I, I two. tried
0: to make it easier.
1: It's okay. You're no, down two now. It's okay.
0: Okay, we're gonna do a, a post uh, Star Wars: Lions press conference. Wh- what do you think you you know? What do you think was your mistake out there today?
1: I think that I just mixed up the Darth's all the Darth's.
0: How are you going to work to not replicate that in the next Star Wars lines?
1: Watch watch more Clone Wars. Watch more, watch cl- more Rebels.
0: Yes, yes, yes. That's always the answer. Watch more Star Wars. Yes.
1: But, I mean, Darth Bane is in, is in the last episodes of the
0: Clone Wars, so I was not... You're not wrong. Not wrong. You were close. You were close. Yes, that's true. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow... So today we are talking about Darth Nihilus. He is the, the World Eater. He is one of the three in the Sith Triumvirate, which we'll, we will cover as well. But where you probably know him most from, you probably know him in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, because I think Josh and I have talked about that enough. Yes, he's my number one. Yes, he is your number one. He is in Knights of the Old Republic 2, the Sith Lords. That's actually his first appearance he's mentioned in a lot of different documentation like star wars the old republic darth bane the rule of two darth Plagueis: the the book all these again are not canon sources anymore but i think just from looking at what happened last season where a lot of people rallied behind our darth revan episode we're like we should incorporate more old republic characters to the scene so um yeah, that's kind of our, our backstory on why we want I to... heard
1: they were trying to make Darth Nihilus canon, even though I wouldn't want him canon. Just because he eats planets. He's like a Death Star, but he's
0: a person. But a Death Star. Yeah. But here's the thing. I think that, and, and this is something we will talk about, I think that there are ways to incorporate him into canon. And I, I think that that'll start with how they rewrite The Old Republic and... and and things along those lines with the high republic series that's coming out mm-hmm. that's where you're going to start to see the shape of the old republic i think and then they'll dive into those stories so i think they're working from it, when you really think about it you have the galactic empire and the alliance to restore the republic you have those two and then it, it's basically like a it's almost like a reverse timeline where you 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 step back and you just keep stepping back until the very beginning Mm -hmm. which i mean realistically you can that's one way you in the star wars universe at least you can create content for ages to come because there's just untapped i there's untapped potential going all the way back to the founding of the sith True, true. Which we I already mean, talked about with Revan. Yeah,
1: so. yeah. They just have to make Nihilus a little bit less OP. Just like Revan. We talked about it in the Revan episode. Again, if you haven't heard it, go back and check that episode out. But, like, yeah, it's definitely, I mean, Nihilus literally can suck the life. I, I mean, I'm going off of, all my knowledge is based off of his moves in Galaxy Heroes. But he, like, sucks the life out of people. He
0: does sort of one-hit moves. I don't know. He's just a very OP Sith. very very strong i guess this could be a good time to talk about some of his powers and abilities that he has since we are kind of highlighting that insanely strong force death <laughs> basically it's just force death is the best way i can call it mm-hmm. in combat he had an ag- an aggressive one-handed style they did not specify i i think the form is form of dependence so this is before like the form one form two form three mm-hmm there's not really a, a style to his lightsaber combat that's officially canon. He's a heavy hitter. He's a heavy hitter. He is. He's very, like like they were saying, it's a it's an aggressive style. He keeps the one hand free. It, it, and the reason why he doesn't use two hands is so because he's more powerful in the force. So he wants to yeah. use the force and manipulate the force to do what he wants. So one thing that would make him stronger for a short period of time would be be that he would take the force energy from others to like, basically like what we were talking about, feed on the force, Mm -hmm. which is that like dark kill basically. So you'd feed on the force to replenish his strength. So he would take that force and internalize it. I think we kind of see it in episode nine where the, the, the force is leaving Ray where the Palpatine clone was feeding off of Ray's force. I believe believe we saw that
1: So yeah you can see that Palpatine is taking the Force Essences from the Dyad From Rey and Kylo Or Ben Solo at that time But I don't know If they start pulling that stuff in to make Nihilus canon it would be interesting Because then I guess that's where Palpatine really
0: Learned that I guess that whole Sith power Yeah, Yeah yeah Well, and that almost became his own downfall because that like hunger for the force, that craving became more intense, which is why we see that he would actually suck the life out of the, the, the force out of entire planets and that he used that to feed his power and keep him alive. Yeah. There's also some other cool things that he can do, but one that really irks me is this Nihilus? the reason why we don't hear Nihilus speak ever is because his speech can cause pain and death to anyone who hears it so people literally could just die from hearing his voice yeah he kind of looks like death he does look like death. i think that that's kind of silly and i know that they won't bring that back Mm -hmm. because that makes no sense hey we're gonna create a character that literally can't talk because if you hear him that means you died makes no sense you know yeah some of the other force abilities that he knows you have dark rage you have force lightning you have the force resistance and you have the force scream that sounds uh painful yes he also did know as as we saw kylo and ray use force healing he knows like the dark healings so that again is sucking the other person's force for your gain it's not sacrificing you know yeah
1: and his master
0: was darth treya with yep. the three lightsabers the purple lightsabers is that correct Yep, that's how he learned about the force feed. Mm-hmm. Um, was was through Treya's teaching. Gotcha. And one thing that he's famous for, like I said, he looked
1: like kind of death in in some sort of way, but he his mask is like
0: really famous, right? Yeah, I I believe you can get it in Star Wars: The Old Republic, and that's like one of the most expensive masks you can unlock. Oh, Be, because it, it's it's a pretty cool mask it's basically like a skull um he basically wears a skull the entire time Mm -hmm. and it's just overall like character design is pretty cool
1: yeah some of his affiliations he was like part of the mandalorians like we talked with revan and everything they were against like the mandalorians and then the jedi purge with darth scion so there's some connection with revan as well since it's all the old republic
0: but matt what were you saying Oh, what I was going to say is now I think would be a good time to kind of dive into his origins and, and the Sith triumvirate. Okay, let's do it. After this short break.
1: Welcome back Padawans from our little break. We are still talking about Darth Nihilus and we're going to talk a little bit about their origins and then we'll get into the triumvirate that Matt wants to talk about. So Matt,
0: let's start off with a little bit of the origins of Darth Nihilus. The very first thing I have is that he is not named before Darth Nihilus. All we know is he's a human male that was eventually going to be known as Nihilus. He was alive at the conclusion of the Mandalorian Wars, like you were highlighting before. Mm-hmm. But because of those battles, he lost, like, his family, his friends. And actually, he was on the planet of Malachor. So he was on Malachor, which we have seen Malachor before. Yes, in Rebels. As we know, in Rebels, yep. So Malachor, on the fi- during the final battle of the war, which was back in three thousand nine hundred and sixty BBY, which is when the Jedi General, uh, Suric, mm-hmm. gave the order to use basically a Death Star type weapon. It was, a, it's called the Mass Shadow Generator Super Weapon. Really creative name when you think about it, which killed every almost everyone on the surface and in orbit. But Nihilus survived that, which I just want to know how.
1: He's a Sith Lord from the Old Republic. They're all OP. Let's be real here. <laughs> yes, true, true.
0: Uh, he probably sucked all the life out of every single one of those people to, to survive. I that. mean,
1: I was, I think I was looking at something. Or, or.
0: Oh, wait. I actually just read a little bit farther down on this summary, yeah. and that's literally what he did. <laughs> that's literally how he
1: survived. It, like I said, it it's the Old Republic— we talked about Revan and how he's OP. We we're talking about Niles and how he's OP. We're going to have an episode probably on Scion. And, like, I saw... I was on YouTube, I think. And I just saw, like, a video that said, Why is Scion so, like... Why is he, like, indestructible? Or... or it's just, like, all these different Sith Lords are so OP compared to... I mean, Palpatine's OP. But, like, Maul, Count Dooku, and Vader, they don't compare to the Old Republic
0: Sith Lords. I just want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah. So what's very interesting is you know how when they were entering Malcor, they being the rebels, mm-hmm. how it was very shadowy and had the lightning and the, and the, like the flames and it was just like this dark, desolate, desolate place. Yeah. So that is actually like the the dust is it, and everything like that big kick up mm-hmm. was a result of that super weapon. So yet another version of the Death Star appears in star wars it does create a pretty cool planet concept
1: true malachor i mean malachor is really really cool and i hope they expand on it a little bit more i know matt you want to expand the universe but they really haven't expanded on malachor so other than like in like legends but but for canon i think they should do it a little bit more
0: i agree i think it would be really interesting if we could see malachor before the war and that battle, like see what it was. Um, I agree. I think that would be very interesting because, as we know, it buried underneath the surface was these temple. I mean, granted, it was a Sith temple, mm-hmm. but I I think you can see like the it, it almost had an ancient Egypt feel, where buried underneath the sand, you know, these are these perfect in place stone limestone structures. I think it'd be really interesting to bring those back and, and like bring it into a Star Wars way. Yeah,
1: I agree. Definitely, they should do something with the High Republic in that. I do want to note before we move on that Darth Nihilus is like technically
0: in Legends. His name is the Lord of Hunger. I just want to add that in. Yes, good call out to to talk about how basically the only way he survived a super a Death Star super weapon was by eating everyone. <laughs> in essence which is crazy yeah but that leads us into the sith triumvirate mhm josh and that is made up of treya scion and and nihilus yep you are correct thank you galaxy of heroes <laughs> thank you galaxy. and it is worth knowing that treya is the creator she is also the master of both nihilus and scion
1: i kind of wish it was revan nihilus and treya but at the
0: same time i'm kind of happy that it's those three i mean if we which we might eventually talk about scion he's also a very interesting and diverse character because i believe he has chains and that's part of like how he combats lightsabers is through his chains i mean he kind of looks like the
1: thing from marvel so <laughs> not
0: nihilus but that he does he does kind of uh emulate that he almost reminds me of the thing from fantastic four with the cracked skin that, and everything
1: that, yeah that's what i was saying yeah from marvel yeah Marvel. Oh. marvel's fantastic
0: four <laughs> marvel is fantastic four yes mm-hmm. i knew that <laughs> <laughs> see this is why i'm a star wars fan and, and well i shouldn't say i'm not a marvel fan but i this is why i pay more attention to star wars than marvel
1: You could argue that he does look like Doomsday from DC Comics, kind of, but not as big. Depends on the version of Doomsday too, but (laughs) sorry, a little tangent, a little tangent right there.
0: And actually, uh, going back to, to Scion, again for a second, we're going to continue on this little tangent. One of our good friends, Mike, actually was informing us that Scion there's a, a character within league of legends um so for you the listener out there league of legends is a mobile if you don't know that it's a, it's a, a video game and it's one of, i think it's one of the most popular video games in the world still to this day and scion is a character within league of legends who does have a similar story to that of darth scion so it's it's very interesting to see how maybe star wars influenced uh league of legends with the character creation
1: could be Definitely would be interesting.
0: Yeah. Josh, you would hate the game. I understand. You would hate the game.
1: I understand. <laughs> I mean, when you were playing Smite on the floor, I enjoyed that. But, like, yeah, I'm not a, I am not. don't think I'd be a good League of Legends person. Matt knows. Matt usually knows what games no. I would be into. I wonder, is it... I mean, I, I did not play League of Legends, but do
0: they look the same? I would say Scion looks has more of the body of like a troll um, with how big and beefy and tough he is. So I wouldn't consider his character model to be that similar of Darth Sion. But I do think that the lore um, kind of matches up. So now that we kind of gave background of, so Tri- Treya brought Sion and Nihilus together to create this triumvirate, and as we know because of nihilus because he's consumed planets on multiple occasions there was nothing to that could appease his like force hunger so what did he have to do he had to turn towards the most powerful force user he knew which was treya and Mm. so him and scion kind of combined forces to challenge treya where they basically sapped treya of her force and cutting her off from the force and cast her into exile however there was kind of this gap they had no leadership and so treya's followers kind of went into different factions to try to claim any power that they could so they would end up like these individual factions would take over planets but it wasn't like a unified sith front but nihilus and scion did they they also kind of sli- split up as well, but they went. Their entire efforts were to destroy the Jedi Order, with Sion killing as many Jedi as possible, and Nihilus was basically eating worlds. <laughs> it just sounds um... just basically a giant <laughs> death. Wor- star. Yeah, he's just a giant Death Star. He's so strong. It's it it's kind of frustrating, because like I don't want to. Whoever was crafting the Old Republic had to think, how is this not insanely strong? Yeah, what happened
1: to all that power during the original trilogy? What happened to all that power during the yeah. prequels? And I guess we kind of see it in the sequels towards the end. But, like, nobody's out there eating worlds. you see Palpatine
0: munching on some
1: Alderaan?
0: <laughs> I mean... In, in different ways, just through through a Death Star, not through a, his own will. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I just... <laughs> so, what was Nihilus' chlorian count? <laughs> oh, it's got to be through the roof. Oh, my gosh. Well, with all of the the different Force souls that he's ate, I mean, that's got to be the, the highest reading of chlorians possible, you know?
1: Yeah, who, who cares about Anakin's chlorian count? And I bet... <laughs> Palpatine and Anakin's combined does not even equal
0: how much Nihilus has had. I mean, you gotta assume how much, just for just for knowledge. I feel like one planet is like one metric ton of force. Yes. So, like, you gotta assume that he's had a whole bunch of metric tons of force. You don't know, to have to beep all those out. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I want you to. <laughs> I said it intentionally so you would have to bleep it out. But, and this is what I kind of wanted to talk about. Basically, he was so consumed by the dark side that he ripped his soul into two so that, or, like, his spirit was, like, used on his armor to protect him. And that way, once his actual body was died, that if someone were to take his armor, his spirit would live on. Which, he does eventually die. Basically, Nihilus was still seeking the Jedi Academy, like Jedi, like the Jedi, and so he learned that there was a, I use quote-unquote because it's a trick, Jedi Academy on Telus Four, but that mm-hmm. was actually a, a ruse by Treya, and, and during that ruse is when he got ambushed by the Republic Navy, where eventually he died basically is the best way to put it. he died he tried to like absorb surix force energy mm-hmm. the, the same guy that blew up malcor uh. but failed and he actually like because of how hard he tried he died so he basically like i said that po- that craving and that hunger and it ended up killing him
1: i mean that's as george lucas says that's poetic That's not poetic. That's (laughs) dumb. I was about to to say that. I was about to actually say that. That's very dumb. (laughs) It is very dumb. One of the most powerful Sith Lords in history dies because he eats too much and he's of exhaustion. He wasn't tired eating a planet. He was tired eating somebody else's force ability.
0: (laughs) Yeah. He just got too tired trying to eat someone else's ability. It's kind of like... thank, You know, considering this is going to be coming out around Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah, Thanksgiving dinner when he basically had finished his meal and he was about to go into a food coma. But then he was like, you know what? I might want to try that dessert. And then that dessert put him over the edge. That basically or, sums up Nihilus.
1: Or you have a full course meal. You have dessert. And you're like, I want more. And then you eat more. And... <laughs> And then you you you're done because you, you're fully <laughs> and, to the And ground. then you enter the food coma. coma <laughs> yeah, yeah. The food coma. But then then oh I mean gosh. I'm just I'm just saying hypothetically, this is not what Nihilus had, but and then two hours later when you're hungry again, you're like, why did I eat more?
0: <laughs> Josh, I feel like that sums up our college days pretty well. <laughs> That's true. That is
1: very true. Uh
0: well that's about that that is the story of darth nihilus and and now i want to just take a turn for like a couple of minutes and talk about how we can incorporate these very strong very op star wars old republic characters into new canon and i think it starts with you can still have him draining the life force but it just can't be to the same extent that we saw he can use it where if he's dying he can he can suck the life out of someone to stay alive. That's fine, but you can't have it be where he can suck the life out of anyone. Yeah,
1: I don't see them doing the planet stuff, but I don't see him as well doing that, Darth Nihilus, unless it's like very very rudimentary compared to you know what his actual
0: force abilities are. What he was. Yeah, because like stout Star- You also can't have him not speak. Like, how could he not talk at all, ever? I mean, Mando barely speaks. Also, wait, but... hold on. Hold on. I, I want to point this out. Mm-hmm. If you're in a triumvirate, that means you work together to be the head of the Sith. How can you possibly lead without speaking?
1: <laughs> Hand motion. How do you Sign direct language. People? What do yes. you want? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he's
0: like, he, po- he points to that planet. <laughs> he's like yes that's the one
1: i want to eat this one's going to taste nice you know be, you know what would be really cool okay i, I matt I, I want to get your opinion on this i actually just spontaneously thought of thought of it right now but what if he wasn't able to verb
0: spontaneous thoughts
1: what if he wasn't able to like verbally speak but he was able to speak through the mind what do you think of that
0: oh so you mean like uh like a lord uh uh what's it called lord voldemort type of thing you're going voldemort with it where he can speak yeah. to everyone and speak to hair in his mind oh okay. yes beth i can beth, rally beth's gonna that. be
1: very happy beth's gonna be very happy that you incorporated some harry potter into
0: this yes yes she will be um i'm okay with that yeah that works for me but it also i feel like it kind of defeats the purpose of him not being able to talk
1: it's true but, like, for, for it, it Disney... Con- I, I would respect it. I would respect it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for Disney, I mean, I don't think they're going to do something as scary as as Darth Nihilus originally from Legends because he is straight-up dark. But... Yeah. Yeah, definitely they have to kid
0: it up, kind of. I mean, he he is the definition of being consumed by the dark side of the Force. Yeah. <laughs> But
1: uh (laughs) I just did it. There
0: you go. There you go. Alright, I think I'm done with this episode. I do have to
1: say something before we wrap this episode up. So my girlfriend, we were just going to get food, and she was asking me who we were recording tonight, and I said Darth Nihilus. And she didn't know who he was or is, but I said he's the eater of worlds. And she turns to me and she's like, Oh, ego. Like in Guardians of the Galaxy too, so I just have to do that little shout out for her.
0: <laughs> yes, I mean if Ego can be defeated, then then Nihilus can, I guess. Yes. If if Marvel did it, then then Star Wars can too. <laughs> you know what? Make him full canon. Canon. Make you know him, we're just gonna combine. You world. know
1: Disney owns both of them, so we're just gonna combine crossover Mar- Marvel of the century. and Star Wars, which we probably could see.
0: Okay, if that is the case. Then I'm I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now that we need to get Kurt Russell to be Nihilist. If they bring it into live action. Get Kurt Russell to be Nihilist. Then then that is the the crossover event of the century. Oh my gosh. Nihilus in
1: live action? I was I was just thinking, you know, maybe video game or maybe maybe animation, but live action. That actually be really cool. I mean for a mature audience. But it, not for kids who are seven, whoever are growing up with but the sequel. It has to that be Kurt be Russell, scary.
0: so that way you do you can you can create the all of the all the listeners out there that are into like fan fictions can talk about the how Guardians of the Galaxy takes place in the Star Wars universe. And therefore all of Marvel takes place in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> but anyhow, I think that about wraps up the episode. Josh, would you like to tell all the Patterons out there who we are reviewing next week?
1: Next week, we are reviewing Commander Cody. Commander Cody. The time has come. Execute order
0: 66. Yes, you ma'am. know, <laughs> I I I'm kind of upset about your execute order 66. I, I think that wasn't enthusiastic enough. It needs to be execute order. 66 it's got to be it's got to be a little bit more throaty tap.
1: <laughs> okay yeah wait I, i'm actually gonna tap my my adam's apple real quick okay. Come
0: right. on, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> i think we're getting a little loopy here and way off course <laughs> yeah. so until then make sure to follow yes. us on instagram and facebook at wannabe jedi podcast and follow us on twitter at wannabe jedi cast until then take care everyone stay safe and don't get in by Darth Nihilus. May the force be with you all.